0: Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I have a hard time sleeping at night. So what is the stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support better sleep quality and recovery. It's one thing you can do every single day and costs you less than $3 a day. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com emerging. To take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
1: You heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, Sports Podcast.
0: And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to a new episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, and our buddy King is back. Um, how, how's your heart doing after that Giants game, dude? <laughs>
1: ah, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm going to speak. I normally don't do this. Like I'm not going to sit here and say, like, "Oh, I, I speak for all Giants fans." You know, I'm not. I'm not the Lorax of Giants fans here. But I think I can safely say for a majority of Giants fans, if not all Giants fans. Um, I don't know what to do right now. What is that? The last time the Giants won their opening game, the last time, the, actually, believe it or not, uh, the, the, the the stat of the day here, the stat of the week, as it were, uh, not to steal Dan Patrick's thing, but the stat of the week here uh, is that this is the first time I- Since 2016, since the infamous boat incident uh, with OBJ and the Giants players uh, before the playoff game that year, uh, this is the first time since 2016 that the Giants have been over 500. Holy shit. That's six years. (laughs) This is the first time in six years the Giants have been over 500.
0: Let me me ask you I don't know what to do. Let me ask you, because since it's been that long, and this might be a little little story of our, our part of our friendship, too. Do you remember when uh, the Giants and the Cowboys opened up the season a couple times? Oh, and yeah, I actually legit—was
1: w- that around that time? That no, that was I believe the one you're referencing was right around the time, like right around our our beginning of our friendship. Okay, so that uh, not 2012. but I think it was 2013. Okay, uh, that season's uh, opener was Sunday night Giants Cowboys. Uh, they, they they had a kind of a almost an annual thing where the Giants and Cowboys would play on Sunday night football. Yeah. Uh, to open a season. Um and we were going into that game. I was like uh uh all right, we're, we're hopeful. I'm excited. I think we you know we can do something here. And I think Eli had three picks in the first half. Yeah. And the Cowboys just were blowing us out by the ha- by halftime. Like it was I was just miserable. And you're just looking over there. And you're, I mean, you, you, I'm sure you had mixed emotions. Well, like the first two picks, I was a typical Eagles fan,
0: you know, laughing at you and everything. And it wasn't like they were like, you know, tip balls or uncatchable balls. They were like straight right to Cowboys defenders. And that third pick in the first half, I, I think that's when I looked at you, and I was like, dude,
1: I, I actually feel sorry for you. <laughs> because, well, well because I, the reason I say you're conflicted is because, yeah, no, you got to make fun of the Giants and, and a Giants fan that was right next to you. But the Cowboys were also doing well. So that's a double-edged sword there for for anybody. Like, that's the same thing with me when I see, when I see the Cowboys and Eagles play. Like, whether the Cowboys beat the Eagles or the Eagles beat the Cowboys – Part of me is always a little bit happy, and then part of me is always a little bit sad because I hate both of those guys in the MGM. So, <laughs> see, and the Giants,
0: I, I don't hate them. It's just I dislike them because they're, you know, in the same division. Cowboys, I flat out hate, you know. Now,
1: see, this is where me and you differ because I, I hate the Cowboys. Okay. I do not like the Cowboys. I do not like the Cowboys at all. I hate. <laughs> With a passion and fury of a thousand suns, the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate them. How we're friends, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> all, all over I, Notre Dame in a
0: pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I know. That's really kind of how
1: it did start. Because I hate the Eagles. I hate their fans. I hate the entire city of Philadelphia. <laughs> Like it doesn't matter. Like when it comes to like Philadelphia itself, I mean, you've heard me. I've talked so much shit <laughs> yeah. just on the city of Philadelphia, let alone any other sports teams between the 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 Eagles and the Flyers. Uh, I, I I I want nothing to do with Philadelphia. When he listen, I don't even follow baseball that closely. But when the Yankees beat the shit out of the Phillies in a two thousand nine World Series, I celebrated like a like a, 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 I I can't tell you how happy i was <laughs> simply because philly lost yeah you know like that's just i i have such a hatred for that city. so uh yeah no like I, I i appreciate your oh no you know i don't really hate the giants just don't like them they're in a division no i i hate the eagles <laughs> so very much <laughs> that the, the the whole i don't like them but that's only because they're on my division is the uh, washington commanding football team of redskins uh, they're, they're we're not, we're not allowed kinda to kinda say like,
0: that. We're not allowed to say the R word no
1: more. Well, <laughs> I mean, there, there's been so many different names now. I'm going to be honest. Can we be honest here for just a quick second? Not, not as an offshoot. We're not going to go off on it. But <laughs> okay, I, I liked football team,
0: dude. I, it was different. You know, like it wasn't your, um, your, your typical, your classical name. You know? Like if
1: you had to change, like if he, like if it, if it was um, you know mandated by the advertisers, of course FedEx had had kind of uh, put the ultimatum down there to Dan Snyder. Who, God, we gotta hope he just gets out of the NFL <laughs> quick. You know, uh, come on, Jeff Bezos by the by Washington. Um, I mean, he's got enough lobbyists there. Yeah, uh, I would say like yeah, but like like at first you're like Washington football team is the best they can do, or anything like that. But then after two seasons, it's like. Yeah, I like it. Like it, it grew it, like, on you, right? You know, it it almost kind of has like that old school kind of feel. They had like the numbers on the helmets, and it was just like, I like all right, yeah, I can dig it. And then they went commanders, and to be fair, I like the helmets, yeah, but the rest of the uniform sucks, donkey dick, and like I, I I don't like the like the the commander's name doesn't hit right. Like it just it doesn't. None of it, none of it were, You know, again, it's so easy just to call them the commies. <laughs> uh, you know it does like all of it like it
0: doesn't work even the, the, the chant song if you try to do the chant song it, it doesn't even
1: sound Hail right or... to the commies like, <laughs> yeah. I, like what do you do like <laughs> I, I I can't I can't see it I can't see it I just I I, I like I said we're uh, the football team wasn't bad yeah. I, w- I would say either football team or, or Red Wolves but they said there was too many colleges that had it and they didn't want to try to do that oh, I was okay like, Red, 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 yeah. red, <laughs> red five wolves. Red Maybe that's why they didn't pick it because everybody's <laughs> saying red wolves. The red wolves. Sorry, so, sir, you're drunk. No, I just can't say the phrase. <laughs> I can't say the damn team name. Damn it. Uh, but uh, yeah. So that that just a little aside on that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. That's how I kind of feel about them. Like I, I don't like them, but like I never had like a like a severe hatred yeah. of them, like I do Philly or Dallas
0: so i mean we we are going to get into um the wild wild week one uh stuff um but real quick before we recorded it started recording i should say um i don't know if you saw this did you see the browns have a
1: new mascot logo well it's not new it's it's from back in the day i love it well i've been I've been begging them to do this for a while. They have a couple different versions of the Brownie Elf. Okay. Uh, I like the world champion one where he's kind of standing all proud. He's got the, like, the, I like that. The running one is, I think, older than that. It's a little more unique. Uh, either way, I still, I love it. It gives them something. Um, it's got that old school throwback kind of feel to it. And it's better than a fucking helmet.
0: Well, I think I saw this on NFL memes, um, and this, this is why I brought it up. So you're telling me this team is named after a color that has fans barking like a dog with an elf as a 50-yard line logo. Well, that's cl- that's, that's well, confusing.
1: Well, like, yeah, What are they? Not, re- not really. Well, they're the Browns. Right, well, so That's what they are. So they're and they're color? not named after a color. They're named after Paul Brown. Everybody likes to say, well, they're just named the... Brand. No, they're named after Paul Brown. That's who they're named after.
0: Well, then the dog pound needs to stop barking and make elf noises.
1: No. <laughs> What's an elf? Do- <laughs> please. All right. Hold on here. We're going to do Jimbo voice theater here. <laughs> Would you please, uh, uh, to the masses here, uh, please please give us an elf noise.
0: Hi. Hi. Hi, Mr. Elfie. We're in the Browns, even though we bark like dogs and we're Elfies. See?
1: Okay, so that's what you want them to do just in the middle of the game? Yes. Where it's going to be, nobody's going to be able to hear it. It's just going to come across as...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I do
0: with the, the, the elf on the shelf when I give him a swirly. That's what it sounds like.
1: I mean, the Raiders have the black hole. That doesn't mean that there's a gravitational mass in the end zone that's pulling in all light that none of it can escape. It's just a name. Like they called them the dog pound because they were obnoxious, loud, rowdy people that were over there in the bleacher section of the old municipal stadium. That's all. So, so it had nothing to do with their like who they are or whatever their mascot was. I remember about ten years ago they tried to introduce a dog face logo, uh, but it quickly was shot down. I think it was only used for the dog pound. Uh, as, as like, a bad merchandising gimmick, uh, but it was never used officially by the team. Like, the the, the Browns have been looking for a couple of years now to get some kind of uh, branding that isn't just their fucking helmet. And for years, I've been advocating for at least 20, 25 years now, I've been advocating for them to bring back the Brownie L. So, as that for that for that kind of throwback feel and stuff like that. I'm so glad that that's what the And not only that, the field design was voted on by the Cleveland fans. They gave them four options of what they could do with with the mid, with, with the field paint, yeah. what they wanted the field to look like, the field design. And the Cleveland fans chose that. Well, so, I'm- like it, it's a thing where other people can be upset by it if they want to. But that's what the people who like the Cleveland Browns, who support the Cleveland Browns through thick and thin, through their very terrible seasons, that's what they want. So who are we to, to say anything else about it? Plus, I like it. So,
0: Well, the Cleveland fans have no say over Gritty or any other Philadelphia mascot we make anymore.
1: No, 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 no. no. The Brownie <laughs> Elf is 1,000% cooler than uh, your homeless meth-addicted Oh, no, he's not. Come on. Gritty Gritty is...
0: You you are like an in-the-closet Gritty fan. Just just come out already. No, Gritty...
1: First of all, no. Gritty was all right, but he still... Listen, just because we like something doesn't mean that it's still cool or great. You know what I mean? Like, Gritty... Listen, let's face facts. Gritty has done unspeakable things in a bus stop bathroom (laughs) for drugs. Like, that's what that dude looks like. Like he's got fentanyl somewhere in his fur. Like <laughs> yeah, he is, crumbs. you know. Like like he's the walking embodiment of like laced marijuana. Like that's what <laughs> that's what gritty is. And I like, love he's him. a hallucinogenic bud.
0: <laughs> I just want to know what drugs they were on, though. I mean, I've brought it up on the show plenty of times when they first brought him out and introduced him. I was against him. And you know I was against him, the way he looked and everything. But he grew yes. on me. Um, Many were.
1: Many were. And then he kind of grew on a lot of people and became a media darling. Yeah. And I get that. but And that's not the first time that's happened too. Look at the monstrosity with your fucking baseball team with the Philly Fanatic. Yeah. That thing, again, is another uh, a drug-fueled concept <laughs> of what, what the hell is it. But, you know, it is You know, it's there and it gained traction, and now people, you know, the Philly fanatic is beloved and all that kind of stuff. Gritty is along the same lines of that, but they're both meth heads. They are both the walking embodiment of a, and that's why he's called Gritty too. They are dirty, disgusting, gritty ass city for a dirty, (laughs) disgusting, gritty ass mascot. It works. No, and maybe that's why it works.
0: They they call them gritty because we're we're gritty people.
1: Us Philadelphia fans were very gritty. We yes, because you you don't shower. Because you're all dirty as fuck. It's a dirty, grimy city. I've never been to a city. Listen, I've been to New York. I grew up next to New York. I've been to New York countless times in my life. And Philadelphia, I consider to be the dirtiest, nastiest, grimiest city I've been in. And to be fair, I've also been in Newark. So just to let you know where I stand on
0: that. I I did get lost the one time uh, coming to your house. Uh, I would say I was about a half hour outside of your area. And okay. that was... I I was nailing my door shut with the locks.
1: It, it well, was... Depend, yeah. Once you get into Essex, Island, once you get into like the Newark, Elizabeth yeah. area like that, uh, you know, yeah. Still not as bad as Philly. Still not as bad as Camden, that's for sure. Uh, uh, uh,
0: yeah, I can admit that too. Because me and the, the oldest came out to uh, Camden for a concert a couple, couple weeks ago, maybe about a month ago. And I thought I was parked like a five-minute walk from the, the the pavilion and here it was like three blocks that we had to walk oh no oh yeah <laughs> we we're walking there was homeless guys and my oldest he you know he, he's he's a nice kid and he's a good kid and likes to talk to everybody and i had to take him out to the side and be like put your head down just walk straight don't answer anybody that may talk to you <laughs> you don't look at anybody but you don't look away either but but dad he needs he needs money no he doesn't he has no knives. he does not <laughs> Oh, so all right. Let's let's jump into week one here. Um, man, kickers
1: suck. <laughs> I, listen, it, it, I, I'll put the. I have never. And it's hard to say because it sounds like hyperbole, and it sounds like you know just uh you know you just saying recency bias and all of that. Yeah, but in honesty, I can't remember a more. Wild, fucking, wacky, off the wall week one, uh, in that in my living memory, and I've been watching football now for forty one years.
0: Yeah, and, and it's not <laughs> just the kicker; the kickers missing balls either. I mean, we had a, t- a tie already. We almost had. I, how far down did the Giants and, and um, Tennessee go down before G- the,
1: the Tennessee was beating the Giants thirteen nothing? Okay. Uh. And the Giants brought it back to 1313 uh, 13. like yeah, but that's the, that's the other thing too. not only that there were in the, in the one o'clock window of games there was a good five to six games that were blowouts early yeah that people came back for and made it a game like Washington Jacksonville was was Washington was controlling that game Jacksonville yeah. came all the way back. Uh, Atlanta New Orleans, which I had picked New Orleans. But Atlanta was blowing them out early. And it was like, oh, well, lost that game. New Orleans comes storming back. Then Atlanta comes back. Then New Orleans comes back. Uh, You know, like all these games, the Texans were blowing out the Colts. The Colts come all the way back. They go to overtime. And again, I don't know what Lovey Smith is doing, but apparently he would rather tie than to try to go for the win or risk defeat. But whatever. Uh, So there we have a a tie. But we had so many comebacks, so many last-second field goals to either win or lose the game. Some of them went in. Some of them didn't, as we know. We had injured long snappers. We had pandemonium chaos, cats and dogs living together, mass <laughs> hysteria. And, and the other thing, too, I think this was a,
0: a big thing for me. I saw yesterday, and I try not to throw stats out there too much for on the show because that's just not who we are. We're not,
1: We're not stats guys. Yeah, no.
0: but the top 10 running backs, I guarantee only three that are up there will stay up there the rest of the season. You had, like, DeAndre Swift from the Lions, um, Shaquan, uh, Saquon Barkley, who, what did they say? He scored his first touchdown in, uh, no, first time he ran over 150 yards in, like, two or three seasons.
1: None uh, of that, yeah, no, he had he had an absolute, that, that Saquon that we got against the Titans is the Saquon that we've all been wanting for three years. Right? Yeah. Like, this is the guy that if you draft somebody second overall, which you should never do with a running back anyway, but if you do, that's the performance you want from your running back. If he can stay healthy and give games like that all year, let's, let's fucking go, man. Yeah.
0: And, and even with us, Miles Sanders, he scored his first rushing touchdown in two years. And, and he, DeAndre Swift, like you were saying, with the Lions, he had
1: a monster game. Yeah,
0: we just could not stop that running game. And you know what? The funny part is, me and you talked about Jordan Davis, the big D tackle that we drafted. Yes, played like 20 percent of the snaps, and the twenty percent of the snaps is when we were stopping them. So, so I'm, I mean, I already want my defense corner fired. I'm already telling. I'm already saying it now. He needs to go.
1: But, but that's another game, too, as well, where, again, the Eagles were out to this big, insurmountable lead. And then at the end of the game, here come the Lions, you know, and and almost came all the way back. They now, did were you, within a field
0: goal. Did you watch that game or
1: were you clicking it back and I forth? Was, I was, again, I was trying to take in everything, which okay. is hard to do <laughs> when everything all of a sudden decided to just go absolutely apes. The only game that really wasn't interesting was the Jets. Yeah, because they're the Jets. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and Joe Flacco. I mean, that doesn't help you either. Um, So let me ask you this, because I want to say around mid third quarter, this question popped in my head with that Eagles Detroit game. Do you think Detroit actually
1: is better than what everybody thinks they are? Like, I think they're I think they're an improved team from last year. Are they a playoff team? That's debatable. Yeah, are they no, I'm not saying playoff, but yeah, are they definitely better? I, I think they're a lot better. I, I don't are the 2022 Detroit Lions better than the 2021 Detroit Lions? Yes, and I, I think
0: we'll see that over these next couple weeks too. Is that they're not going to take a, a, a step back to how they were last year? I think that defense was a lot better than what they're um, getting. Like, like I think they had to. Sh- I mean,
1: they, they, I think they had to shake out some of the kinks there. I think you know, again, when you give up thirty some odd points. Yeah. not a great game for you yeah but they have a lot of new pieces on that defense they have some really young players on that defense obviously you have aiden hutchinson and uh, everybody's darling from hard knocks uh, rodrigo there. yeah uh so you have some some new pieces there young pieces people really have to kind of get up to speed and get into it but once that's there you know again it's it's if anything else what MCDC's done there is a culture change yeah. for the Lions in that they may not be the fastest or most talented team uh, in the league, but they. I, th- th- his whole thing about grit and being a tough team and being a team that doesn't quit and doesn't stop, I mean, that's there. And you can see that with that team, with even being down to the Eagles as much as they were, they came all the way back, and again, we're right there at the end. The only thing—the only thing that stopped them was the clock. They yeah. just ran out of time, but they were storming back, and and again, that happened a lot in the league this week one, which was again such a surprising week. Uh, and I tell you what, again, I I can't remember being more entertained after those one o'clock games. I had to take a break. I, I had to take a breath and just be like, and just sit there and appreciate everything that was going on the back and forth all the excitement just seeing all that i mean that was nfl football at its best well even like the the pittsburgh game um i think it was
0: second quarter ish is when i text you and honestly i, I only text you the, the screenshot of it as a, like a joke when it was like 17 3 i believe um pittsburgh right um and even my sister i text my sister i'm like hey you okay without you know lol or anything just hey are you okay she's like yeah why I said um, Pittsburgh's winning, and she's like, "Yeah, but it's early." And like, you know, then we started just a little talk because, for whatever reason, I couldn't get the game in on my antenna, so I just had to follow it on ESPN. And then I kind of just forgot about it because you know it's Pittsburgh. You know, Cincinnati's the runner-up in the Super Bowl, and it was like third quarter. I look, and it was like twenty-four, you know, ten or something. And I'm like, uh, Pittsburgh might have a chance to pull this out. And then five minutes left in the in the game, I see Cincinnati slowly driving down, and I'm like, they may stop. And now this is before I uh, found out about T.J. Watt being hurt. Um, Well, he
1: got hurt on the very last drive. Oh, okay. So so what? Yeah. So that's it. Uh, uh, by this point, uh, yeah, Cincinnati was down, uh, six points. Yeah, and they're driving down. First of all. Uh, Jamar Chase scored a touchdown that was called out at like the one inch line, and the Bengals didn't oh, yeah. challenge. So I don't know what the fuck they were thinking there, because that was that was a big thing. Yeah. So they get stopped on uh, second and third down. Then, so now it's fourth down. They've given up their chance. Like again, they they had a touchdown that got you know they refused to. Review for some reason because yeah. they're dumb as shit because it was still uh, above two minutes so they couldn't they, you know it, they had to initiate the review okay um, so then it's fourth down they get the they, they get the touchdown on fourth down it's oh my god place is going nuts they're gonna win by one point what a fucking game yeah it was at this point that I found out that their long snapper had gotten injured and that's when I said oh no <laughs> Because if there's one thing I've learned uh, from being a, a Pat McAfee mark and listening to him for the last couple of years uh, is the uh, the importance of the long snapper holder kicker battery. Yeah, you know that that the whole snap hold kick is such a rhythm that. And also something I didn't know is that the the whole laces out thing. Yeah, that's not on the holder. That's on the snapper. Oh, really? The snapper has to know. When he snaps that ball, how many rotations it has so that when it gets to the holder's hand, it's in the same exact place every fucking time. And the good ones do it. And that's why long snappers are, I think they finally gotten recognized they're going to have their own spot in a pro bowl. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, if you get a good one, they make pretty good money. Oh yeah. That's why because they're fucking like if they snap the ball and it has like okay make sure it has four rotations so it lands in the holder's hand so the holder knows that when he gets it the position he's in if he does have to move the ball or whatever he's doing it's it's always the same it's always the timing is bang 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 you can set your fucking watch to it yeah so when I found out that the Bengals long snapper was hurt I said oh no I was like there's a chance they don't make the extra point and then it's tied like I was like I was like, God, oh, no, I hope there's not. And McPherson is a fucking beast. He's one of the best kickers in the game right now. Yeah. Uh, But, again, it it showed up to be true. The snap was, I think, from the way it looked, it was a little high. Timing was a little bit off. It gave time for the Steelers to rush in there. They blocked the extra point. Oh, shit, we're going to overtime. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then in overtime, yeah, I think Pittsburgh had it first. They had to punt it, or was it turned over? I can't remember exactly. Uh, Cincinnati gets it back. They drive all the way down the field. They're in field goal range, fourth down. Uh, do you do you try it? Do you try it again? See, they went and they tried it again. Sure enough, same thing kind of happens. It was a bit of a high snap, timings off. McPherson hits it, and it goes into the fucking Ohio River. This guy did oh, really? just It just. Dead duck had no chance, <laughs> and you're like, oh no! <laughs> and then, sure enough, Pittsburgh goes down the field. They get in field goal range. Boswell's not going to miss from there. He nails it. Pittsburgh walks off. Yeah, uh, as the winner. If he would have missed that, it would have been that. Would have been it. we would have had two tie games in week one. First of all, that would have been fucking nuts. Yeah, but when you see that kind of stuff, and it's like. It, it, first of all, you sit there and say, "Like man, Pittsburgh's real lucky to get out of there with a win. For, <laughs> as well as they played for as much as they picked off Burrow and, and uh, the defense played well. And it cost you T.J. Watt for at least a couple months here with, yeah. the, with the torn He Might come back at the end of October. Um, to, to get out of there with that kind of win, uh, I mean, they're really lucky. But it also lets you know, man even even the guys on a team that you don't think are fucking important that are ever out there man that long snapper meant the game yeah he meant the game to the Bengals you know now should the Bengals have been in that position you can argue that and say Burrow should have played a little bit better yeah. he made some really really bad decisions with the football especially in the first half throwing all the picks that he did um you know i don't know if that's super bowl rust or anything but uh, at the end of the day, they had a chance to win, but because their long snapper was hurt, it cost them twice, where they could have had a win. So, um, but that's what I mean, man. That was just the, that was the drama. That's the drama of this week one, and it's week one. Yeah. I, I hope, like, I, I just wish every week of the
0: NFL season was like this. I mean, we 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 know eventually everything's going to kind of calm down and like equal out and things like that, especially with. You know more injuries happening
1: you know dak prescott being out for uh, i think said so, what six to eight weeks and the um, Cowboys are from yeah i think six to eight and that's being generous from what i understand because this particular thumb fracture thumb injury is not an easy one to get over from what i've heard from other quarterbacks and people who've had it yeah um so six to eight weeks is a concern is is a is a very uh i'm sorry hopeful hopefully yeah uh, uh diagnosis
0: i i do have like i watched um that game as well too and the one thing they put up there you know typical uh i think that was a sunday night game right yeah that was sunday night, yeah, sunday um, night. typical Collin'sworth, you know putting up the, the 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 cowboys you know prescott's you know good players in that. And here, here's another stat, you know, he's the only quarterback, I think, I think what I said was he's the only quarterback still with his team from that draft class. Carson Wentz is gone. Um, I forget what some of the other quarterbacks. No team is going to take that contract. That he now signed. here's a guy that can stay with a team. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And even uh, Joe Buck, I think, I, I missed the beginning of the game because I had a race. Um, Joe Buck with the the Seattle and Denver game, talking about Russell Wilson. Uh, See, Russell Wilson changed teams this past offseason from Seattle and Denver, and he's playing Seattle tonight. Wow. Are you serious? I, I did not know that. I did not know that Seattle and Denver's playing tonight. Like, why do they got make obvious comments like that? Like, oh, I... I can't well, stand Joe Buck and, and Collinsworth. I, I like
1: well or- Collinsworth is on Sunday night. And yeah. Buck and Aikman. Well, listen, A- A- I, I, I I don't I don't hate Buck. I don't like Aikman. I don't hate Buck. And I've learned to just accept Collinsworth. You know. I've been listening to now for thirty years since he's been on inside the NFL and then he's been doing some broadcasts and then obviously he took over from Madden when he left uh the, the Sunday night booth. Yeah. Um, but a, a lesson that I always learned from Madden when I used to listen to Madden all the time, one of the things he used to always say was like when he would broadcast the game, he would speak and talk as if it was somebody's first time watching the game so that they didn't feel like they were excluded or didn't feel like the game was too big or too fast for them. He wanted to make sure that everybody felt like they could understand the game yeah and like a lot of people gave him shit for it a lot of people were like oh madden man he's always explaining stuff he's like oh, oh man, the, the team that's gonna score more here is gonna win it's like oh no no thanks to no shit john madden <laughs> and so he, he took a lot of shit for that but at the end of the day that a lot of the stuff that to us to the football fans so people watch all the week and we analyze and we look at all the stuff that is so obvious to us to other people, is again the football is a is a casual thing to more people than we would care to 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 mention. Yeah. So having somebody in a booth, uh, like you were talking about Joe Buck, you know, kind of going over stuff in a very uh, almost elementary manner to us, yeah, it seems fucking stupid that he's talking like that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, of course we know who's playing. Of course we know Russell Wilson was traded in the off season and all this. Like we know all this. Yeah to somebody who's tuning in like they don't fucking know
0: like yeah. they're, they're, you
1: know like like uh, uh my fiance would go in there and be like she'd be like she she doesn't know what the fuck happened with, with Russell Wilson in the off season she doesn't she's not up on the let's ride like she doesn't know any of that shit like we do because we're nerds yeah we're football nerds we get that but like so i i won't i won't give i, I won't give Collinsworth or 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 buck too much shit for that Aikman can go eat a bag of this. Yeah, he he's always drunk or high, it looks like. I
0: I I uh
1: which one. Which is why I go to the Manning cast. And by the way, Peyton yeah. Manning at the end of that game was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he called out he called what,
0: sixty two timeouts in the last <laughs>
1: minute. <laughs> yeah, we got a timeout here. Alright, this is where you want to discuss it. All right. <laughs> gonna Okay, I'm gonna have a timeout. Yeah, know you wanna you wanna take a timeout here? Yeah, this is this is where you want to go ahead and take a timeout, all right? You want to discuss some things. You want to take a timeout here.
0: And there's if, there's poor Eli
1: making his Eli faces. Eli, <laughs> don't, you had well, like somebody said, you have three Hall of Famers there. I'm putting Eli in a Hall of Fame. I don't care what everybody says. You have three Hall of Famers there going there. Like maybe you should call a timeout here. Yeah, and let's fucking you know uh, discuss this. Um, it, it what, what it, I mean that game again. It was super wacky fucking game. What better way to end week one with some wacky fucking shit? <laughs> and of course we had to have it with that game, which against the team we thought was gonna get blown out, should have gotten blown out, with Denver fumbling twice on a one inch line. Yeah. That's fourteen points they fumbled away there. Which if they score that, it they got it going away and I don't lose my goddamn bet. <laughs> Instead, we have to wait for them to get, well, the 46 was the mark we were looking for, and it was fourth and five. It was like, you just spent $230 million on a fucking Super Bowl winning MVP MVP quarterback, and and you're, well, we hit the 46, so we're going to go for a fucking 64-yard field goal, which, by the way, I think I saw a stat somewhere in the history of the NFL, field goals over 62 yards are a combined uh, eight for 84 or some shit shit like that. Like, get like, you're not playing the fucking odds here, man. Yeah.
0: Um. Actually, before I, I bring up a comment about that, kind of a little side note here um, with Peyton Manning involved, the, the new uh, Tim Allen Christmas movie coming out, did, did you happen to see a trailer of it or no?
1: No, and I don't give a shit. Okay. The Santa Claus movie sucked dick. Oh. Uh, anybody, you want to come at me, you want to fight me, fight me. <laughs> All <laughs> the up. Santa Clauses suck. They were good. Suck.
0: But they suck ass. The whole story is Tim Allen's retiring as Santa, and he's got to find his replacement, right? Well, Peyton Manning uh, interviews for the job. Mm-hmm. And Tim Allen's like, you know, okay, ask him this question, that question. He goes, all right, give me your best ho-ho to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning goes, oh, okay. <clears throat> ho, ho, ho Omaha, ho <laughs> And
1: that's why those
0: movies suck. Oh, come on. that's That's freaking hilarious. Oh dear, sweet Lord, help me, <laughs> help me,
1: Lord, give me strength.
0: <laughs> but going back to the Broncos with the that decision to, to kick the sixty-four-yard field goal, whatever. It's not like Russell Wilson didn't have any receivers there. Jerry Judy is a quick motherfucker.
1: Okay, he had guys. Listen, and I understand the reasoning he was trying to say. Like you know, they they were all, they were like at third and fifteen, and they weren't moving the ball well. And you know, you don't want to risk it. And and I can understand part of that. Especially like again, if they go for it on fourth and five and you know, they don't get it, somebody drops a the ball, they get you know, Russell gets sacked, which is definitely a possibility, all that kind of stuff, it's like, you know, all right, well, you know, then everybody's gonna be talking like, Well, do you do you maybe give your kicker a chance from that distance? Do you do all that? Because also I do wanna point this out. McManus has a fucking cannon on him. Oh yeah. And he didn't he had the distance. It just... Like, that thing was good. It was in, 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 and in, in, and at the very last minute, out. Like, it just drifted to the left and went out. Like, but it had the distance. Yeah. It would have been good if it would have stayed a little bit straighter. So, like, at, at that point then, too, like, do you look at it as, wow, you know, McManus, yeah, good call, you know, dropping the clock down waiting to get there oh we had our mark they knew our guy could kick it from this length he did and then you only give seattle 15 seconds to work with on a kickoff uh you know instead of where if you do take the timeout on that fourth and five and you do decide to kick the field goal well now seattle's got about a minute to play with they have about 50 seconds to play with and they can go down get a field goal and and win the game too so it's you know are you thinking that is it like i get the thought processes like in that yeah but at the end of the day even if you're sitting there saying like okay 42 is the absolute limit that he can go but it's fourth and five we have a 230 million dollar quarterback that we got here for this reason it's it's his homecoming here his first game back is his first game back like his first game with the new team is against his old team at his old place. Like give him the moment and see what he does with it. Yeah. You know, and like do that instead, they kind of took it out of his hands and, and it went the way it did. Something I, I was reminded of though, too, is that, uh, uh, Hackett, the head coach for the Broncos who made this, some would say questionable decision, uh, was also the offense coordinator in Green Bay. If you remember the NFC championship game against the San Francisco oh, 49ers, yeah, when it was fourth and goal from about the uh one inch line again, and you have Aaron Rodgers, MVP Aaron Rodgers, uh, and the Packers at home and down eight, with I think there was five minutes left in the game at that point take him off the field and go for a field goal? Yeah. Fucking why? Yeah. So this is not the first question we call that this gentleman, now whether or not that was the floor's own decision or whether it was influenced by uh, a Hackett or not, whatever, you could sit, we could sit here and debate that all day, but he was definitely involved in that particular play, that particular game, that particular team at that time, and now here we are with another Questionable pulling the quarterback off the field, taking the ball out of his hands, and giving it to a kicker where it may not make the most sense to do so. So, uh, I don't know. And uh, listen, that's hardly the only questionable call that Hackett had in the game. Yeah. Like his, the rest of his, like, uh, clock management skills were not good. Uh, some of his play calling was a little, uh, questionable to say the least and again you have a team that many consider to be probably the worst coming into this season uh and you let them go ahead and get a win it it, it's hard even with the fumbles even with all of that you you know you wasted opportunities again with some bad play calls in in my opinion like russell wilson could have farted into the end zone and you mean meanwhile have him pitching back or handing off or or in a shotgun for some fucking reason like i i i don't get somebody to play calls
0: yeah so going from one questionable uh call to uh, i'm not gonna call it questionable uh but doble's de- uh, decision to go for two what the, like what went through your head when you saw them line up to go for two
1: in that giants game uh i was on the phone with my father at the time we were watching the end of the game and oh was is just, that why like, you were declining my phone call not decline. I didn't even see it. I'm oh, gonna yeah. be honest. I didn't even see it because I just had the phone on the table and I was just watch- my eyes were glued to the television. So if it popped up on my phone screen, I didn't even fucking see it.
0: because oh, yeah, uh, I tried to call and then it just you know you said that you're on another phone call. It's like oh, he's declining my phone call. I was uh, yeah,
1: I was uh, I was I was talking to my father on it. I was watching it and like he you know I was like all right, we scored. All right, fuck yeah. All right. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get this thing to overtime if we can hold them off and everything like that. And, you know, they're doing the shots, and I'm talking to my dad. I'm like, all right. And then all of a sudden, like, I see I see the offense on the field, and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. And then I'm like, oh, my God, oh, all right, okay. And my dad's like, what's going on? I was like, we're going for two. He's like, oh. I, was like <laughs> oh. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, boy, oh, boy. And so then they set up for the play. They give it. Danny pitches it out to Saquon, and there's, like, two Titans there. And you're like, oh no. Yeah, You're like, oh fuck. Oh no. Oh no. And then Saquon, again, using his legs that are thicker than my chest, (laughs) uh, and I have a rather big fucking chest too, but he's a fucking beast, uh, just runs over two Titans, plows into the end zone, gets it. I'm nuts with that. I love it though. And I'll tell you why. Not only because it worked, but even if it didn't, and I know it's it's a lot easier to kind of talk about this in hindsight because a lot of people would say, "You'd fucking murder him yeah. if he missed it." You'd be talking about what an asshole. He's no better than no. Because if that is Joe Judge, if that's Pat Shermer, if that's Ben McD, uh <laughs> they're not even going for. It. They're not. They're not trying to win. They're going to go for the tie. They're going to do all that kind of stuff, and just what 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 Dable showed there was. I'm going to put my faith in my players. I'm going to say, you know what? Let's do. It. And he even said in his post game presser, uh, he he brought the defense around him, and he asked them. He said, "If we get this, I'm going for two. Is everybody okay with that?" And the player said, "Fuck yeah, let's go." Oh, that's so cool. like, like he 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 showed a belief in his players to to go ahead and do this. Now again the Titans still had time. They went down the field with some very questionable fucking holding calls from the officials, which I'm (laughs) going to put that out there right now because the Giants had them stopped twice and the officials gave them defensive holding calls which got five yards but automatic first down and then they show the replays and it's like, you you can't be fucking serious that they're calling this shit. Yeah, But sure enough, so then the Titans get down there and it's like, fuck all that work, all that and they're going to fucking score and win the game, and it's going to suck. And so they go, they line up, Bullock gets ready to go and kick. I start doing my San Diego chant. (laughs) Sure enough, that thing, looked, and I saw him kick it, and I was like, shit, shit. But then it's like it starts drifting, it starts drifting, it starts drifting, just all the way to the left, and just at the last second, kind of like the Broncos field goal, just sails past the upright, no good i lost my fucking mind <laughs> again i'm a giants fan i don't know how 1 and 0 feels <laughs> it's been 6 fucking years since i've had 1 and 0 i don't know what this is i don't know what to do with my hands i i'm am i, I I'm, I'm ecstatic i think the the craziest thing in the world is that in the nfc east you have the eagles are 1 and 0 the giants are 1 and 0 the commanders bum bum <laughs> are 1 and 0 the cowboys are 0 and 1 the only thing that would have been better is Detroit came back and beat the Eagles. But for right now, I'll take I'll take the Cowboys being at the bottom of the division. And the Eagles. Sorry, uh, Ashley.
0: And the Eagles on, on top there too.
1: No. No, no, no! I think we're bad uh, you know, no. we, we, uh, uh, we're tied. Everything's tied. No, everything's no, no! We, we,
0: we lead in points. tiebreakers We're all we're all <laughs> shitting <to stop. laughs> the stuff. This ain't fucking soccer. There's not gold differential. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Um, uh, but before we go to our, our blue picks, though, I, I gotta say that this has to be uh, with uh, Dable or Dable. How do you say his name? Dable. 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 Um, given the confidence to his offense to go back out there after what a few minutes earlier he was ripping daniel
1: jones apart but see i like that too and a lot of people were like oh boy there's trouble there there's trouble there no No. i like that because he he was presenting accountability yeah and he's like listen you can't be fucking doing what you're doing (laughs) yeah it hasn't worked for four fucking years let's try something new here daniel all right and it seems like that's what he's telling like he, they, like it seems like he's been trying to talk to him or work from through throughout training camp to try to maybe fix some of these things and it, it seems like maybe he regressed or something i don't know exactly what happened like none of us will really know unless we were on the sidelines yeah but seeing it all you can really see from it is like you kind of just see dable just being like i don't know what you're thinking but you can't fucking do it. Yeah. Like,
0: it. He had a, like a little fire to him, which any coach on any team, I'm okay with. Cause like you said, you're, you can't baby these guys. You know, like you're, you're going to pay all this money. You're, you're
1: not a baby. You're, you're, you're a man, you know? And, well, here's the other thing, too. Like I, I, I think a coach, a good coach, knows how to play different ways with different people. Some people do need to be coddled. I do think that. And some people need a rougher hand. Now the problem is Daniel Jones kind of has kind of been coddled a little bit. Granted, he's also been fucking destroyed by a terrible offensive line, yeah. which didn't seem too much better in Week One. You know, hopefully, you know we they get a little bit better, uh, but he still got rocked a couple times. He got a blindside hit which caused a fumble, and I knew everybody was going to sit there and say, oh, Daniel Jones fumbling again. Listen, you get blindside fucking hit by a fucking defensive end going 200 miles an hour and see if you hold on to the fucking <laughs> yeah. ball. Uh, but it it seems like maybe Daniel Jones, instead of just being like, hey, man, it's all right, we'll, we'll get it back or do something like that, needed like, hey, get rid of the fucking ball. Like, you can't stand it. Like, if you know that your pocket's going to collapse in five seconds, Get rid of that ball at four. Yeah, You can't stand there and get fucking hit. And it seems like maybe that's what Dayball was telling him. Like, listen, we've been working on this. You know you're not going to have the time. Yeah, our offensive line is shit, but you have to work within that. You can't keep on just trying to be something and be like, well, I can stand back here and I can take it. No, because you're fucking everything up. Yeah. Get rid of the ball. You know, so uh, hopefully like something like that maybe maybe wakes him up. DJ didn't have that bad of a game. Saquon had a fucking monster game. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and again, the point that I was making during the game and after the game was that's a game in the last three, four, five years. The Giants lose every time and they lose it going away. Oh yeah. Like they get like they get down 13 nothing. that game's gonna be 36 13 as a final every fucking time. Yeah. And the fact that it wasn't this time and that, yeah, no. Tennessee missed a field goal and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we can quote unquote lucky to leave there with a win, but the fact that we were there to beat, you know, having the lead at the last second that another team would have to kick the field goal to beat us that's again, that's a game we lose every fucking time. Yeah. So the fact that we actually won this time—you you need those little things, you need those little breaks uh, in a season, and when you're trying to 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 build and and build confidence and build a success. And you know, I as I've said forever, I'd rather be lucky than good any day. Yeah. And then next week you're going to be like, "We suck again." Well, no, who <laughs> we, who are we playing this week? Uh Panthers. We got we got Baker coming to the house. Oh, he's going to light you guys up. Oh,
0: fuck off. <laughs> um one team that's uh been getting lit
1: up on the I'll say the- this, I quick to interrupt you. I'm sorry I don't mean to interrupt you. But the fact, also, I want to put this out there real quick, that the Giants' defense really kind of contained Derrick Henry. Yeah, like they did. Like he got, like Derrick got some yards. He got a couple good runs in, but for the most part, he was not a huge factor in the game. That's a huge fucking win for that team. And
0: you know, speaking of lighting up, he got lit up on that one play.
1: Yes, he did. Which was which was fun. (laughs) Which is I think I mean
0: he did get lit up, but I still think his stiff arm. uh, I forget which team he did it to. Uh, uh, oh, the Ravens. he had uh, not Ed Reed, um, the former Seahawks safety that came over to the, the Ravens, and just
1: stiffed on for about 10, 15 yards downfield. Yeah, wait, yeah, he kind of owned him. Yeah, no, that's a great visual. Yeah. But like I said, but for this game, for the for the for the Giants defense, like that's again, that's a huge confidence builder again for that defense as well. It's like, hey, listen, we took on Derrick Henry, and he was a minimal factor in the game. That's a huge fucking win.
0: And that's that's the key to any um defense for to, to try to stop that <clears throat> excuse me, um Tennessee offense. Because Tannehill's he's not he's not he doesn't strike fear into people. Derrick Henry does. You know, especially with AJ Brown not being in Tennessee now no more. You know, that passing game is not gonna be anywhere as good as it used to be with AJ Brown there. Um, but another team that, uh, like I started to say was getting lit up on social media. And the only team that mean you can agree on are lovely Notre Dame fighting Irish. Oh, do we have to talk about these motherfuckers? Uh, I mean, w- at least a, a minute or two. <laughs> I mean, you were like, lu- at least you were lucky enough. Okay. You were lucky enough to miss the beginning of the game. I don't know how much of the game you watched. I watched. I was, the I was
1: out at the laundromat and shopping through the whole game, so I missed the whole game. Okay. Um, Because I had to go... I caught little bits here and there, but every time I would go to check on it, it would be like, oh, we're not doing anything. Uh, Okay, we're still not doing anything. It's like the third quarter, it's like, we're losing the fucking (laughs) Marshall? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And and they got paid $1.25 million to come to beat us. I was like, you know, it it was just garbage, like uh, someone, because I had to go cook at my dad's bar, and... Someone asked me, you know, why are you, you know, why are you upset or whatever. And I said, let's put it this way: in the at the end of the first quarter of this game, the highlight of the Notre Dame's team was that Marshall missed missed an extra point. That's the freaking highlight. And Buckner got hurt at the end of there. Um, he's out for the year. We're 0-2. I'm not giving up on Freeman. I still don't think it's his fault. I still think it's Tommy Reese's fault now
1: because no, I think it's Tommy. The offense is inept
0: well but to me that falls on offense corner he needs to no yeah that he, that's what I
1: mean it's like yeah and and Freeman is more of a defensive guy we know that yeah uh so yeah no the, I I the, the fact that the offense is so anemic is a thousand percent on Tommy that that offense is not ready uh our quarterback Buckner there was not ready and now he's got lots of time to get ready because he's out for the year um but the here the, well all right silver lining. We don't have to stress about the playoffs. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no. we don't have to worry about that, which is, you know, it, it kind of sucks, but it also makes it a little bit easier watching this year, you know. Uh I can root against other teams and 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 uh, be like, you know, now I can actually root for Ohio State to lose a bunch of games instead of being like, well, it will help Notre Dame strength of schedule if Ohio State stays unbeaten and does like now I can actually root for that son of a bitch terrible fucking team to lose cuz I fucking hate Ohio State. Um and and uh, have all that. I'll pose this question to you. What's a worse loss? Notre Dame having Marshall from the Sunbelt Conference come in and beat them or Texas A&M having Appalachian State from the Sunbelt Conference come in and beat them? I'm going to
0: say Appalachian State because I don't know if you've seen the video the uh, of uh yes of the Texas A&M pepper. Oh problem. my god, talk about putting your foot in your mouth. We don't even know where these hillbillies are from. They they can't spell where they're from.
1: And I'm it's like, some oh, fun man. deep in them Carolina <laughs> backwoods, like you'd expect the hillbilly college to be. And I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Uh oh. So, a lot of crow being eaten there.
0: <laughs> so, someone uh, tweeted that out the other day or whatever, and um, commented with, you know, Texas A&M does not want you to retweet this. So please do not retweet this. You know, some people have not seen this yet, so
1: please don't retweet. But like emphasizing, please. And I was like, oh my god. But but not only that, like Texas A M was one and zero at that point. They were ranked number six. They were expected to do a lot in the SEC this year. Uh, expected to go toe to toe with Alabama. Uh, which, by the way, what a great game that was. Very sad that Texas didn't win. And I usually don't root for Texas. I don't like Texas. But, yeah. again, you know, Texas or Alabama, I'll take Texas over Alabama because fuck Alabama and Saban. Uh, but still, what a great game that turned out to be. Uh, you know, th- th- seeing more and more teams being able to step to the big boys like Alabama, like them is good. But, uh, yeah, Texas a and M, I I think that's that's a huge loss where Notre, where Notre Dame they lost against Ohio State. Yeah, they were still kind of in it, but them losing, it, it's almost like I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I felt like we were gonna lose that game. It felt like such a Notre Dame thing. Yeah, and just be like we're gonna like it, I don't know why it just it had that. Do you ever just go into a game and feel like that? Well, yeah, because
0: I mean the, the past few years with Brian Kelly, when, whenever we had a, a, a two-loss season or definitely we're not going to be in the playoffs, um, once we had that one loss, the first loss, it just seemed like our players always packed up and went home. And I was hoping with Freeman, he would have
1: changed that. But, but I had that feeling last year, too, with Toledo. Like the, the Toledo game, it had that feeling of why does it feel like we're going to lose this game? It always seems like when Notre Dame plays like one of the mid-majors, it's like Feels like it feels like a loss. Yeah, it feels like a loss. And and Toledo should have beat us. Uh, it took us overtime to beat them. Oh uh, no, wait. They took no Toledo beat us, didn't they? No, to, Toledo was the first
0: one that uh, we beat them late. I think it went to like you said went to overtime, and then the following game, I think we went to overtime, but that team beat us. It was back to back close games that the second game got us.
1: Yeah, I do I do think we did beat too little. But either way, it shouldn't have never gotten to that point, but yeah. it felt that way. And that was this that was the feeling I got with uh with, with Marshall, which is funny because for the Ohio State game, I felt like I felt like we had a chance. And sure enough, we did. Yeah. We were leading deep into the third quarter. I was like, all right, you know, so I had that feeling, but for some reason that game with Marshall, it felt like a loss. And sure enough, Notre Dame, by disappointing, didn't disappoint in that feeling. <laughs> so before we go, i do our blue picks. Uh, do we have to? Because apparently I <laughs> suck dick doing these blue picks. Uh, the, oh for 3. Yeah. On them. The, Listen, there were some of the like, the, like the Seattle-Denver game, fine. I'll take that loss, whatever, it is, you know. But, man, the Cardinals getting run out of the building. I thought they had a little bit more fight and were going to be a tougher test for Kansas City than that. Uh, what a fucking blowout that was. Was not expecting that. I think so that's. That I think
0: that's why I kind of stayed away from that game because there was too many like unknowns for me. Like in a way, like uh, it was hard to put on put my finger on that unknown. But it just
1: felt. I felt weird. like they like they lost Tyreek Hill. They got Juju Smith. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> Tick- Tick- boy. Yeah. Uh, like I I I felt like maybe there might have been you know an adjustment period. Maybe getting a little bit off. Not you know anything great. Blah blah blah. And I was like. Arizona usually starts out fast, even if, even though they don't have D Hop. I was like, you know, they usually come out of the gates running and rolling, and uh, no, that did not happen. That was that was the exact opposite, <laughs> in fact, of what happened. And uh, the Chiefs is the Chiefs, man. You know, the, the, again, the AFC is a fucking gauntlet this year, man. I don't think it's going to be as
0: much of a gauntlet as the past couple of years, but I still think they're ahead of the NFC. But. As far as I went, I mean, like you, like you said, you you're pretty sure you went 0 and 3. I went well, the Saint the Saints won, but
1: they didn't cover the spread.
0: Yeah, so I don't believe so. Yeah, I went 2 and 1. The only one that I lost, according to our rules, quote unquote rules, like we have rules here, um, is the, the Seattle I th- game. The only
1: rule I know of is is they you you have to win and it has to be by the spread. Yeah. So if they don't cover the spread, like if you pick like you know your your blowout and they don't cover the spread, guess what? Even if they win, that's a fucking that's a loss. loss. Yeah. So. But, not, not only did my blowout not win, they fucking lost. So, <laughs> um, but as far as the blue picks uh, is
0: uh, sponsored by W, our energy drink sponsors here. W gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. It has no sugar fillers or artificial dyes in it. Um, I actually took some to work this past week too, and it's real good.
1: Um, good so, and get you jacked to do your work and contribute to the economy and to society yeah and good that's what w does that's where you can earn more money to buy more w which you can do over at what is it w.gg yeah w w.gg wow say that five times really fast w.gg 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 ah. yeah it's got a good B. C.
0: once you put it into a beat you can get it you know what w. I'm actually going up Friday to see my niece I may because it sounds like you're baby talking I might baby talk with her with that see what happens
1: w.gg
0: uh, w.gg <laughs> 18, 18 years from now she can be like Uncle Jimbo I don't know why I have this voice in my head saying W.GG
1: and I have a craving for this gamer fuel I don't know what you know I, I want to feel energized while I'm not having a sugar crash how can I do that well you can go to W.GG oh my god I remember now
0: and didn't you say Uncle Jimbo to use the promo code STSports18 Was it all why, capital yes letters? I did little niece <laughs> yes I did I have I have some very good wisdom to give you, Miss Miss Castroline, <laughs> but if you go ahead and use ST, was it ST Sports eighteen? Yeah, ST Sports eighteen, all capital letters, and they will take off ten
1: percent on your order, right um, there in the checkout there. So absolutely w. W.GG, w. W.GG. <laughs> Don't forget it. Now, you're not. You're going to be walking around all day with that in your head, people. You know it. <laughs> yeah. You know it. You're just going to be walking around not even knowing why. You're going to be going down a potato chip <laughs> aisle at the store just going, W.GG, W.GG, W.GG. That's it. It's, it's an earworm. It's, it's in your head now. There you go. So. <laughs> Oh wow, but we're, we both must be tired or something <laughs> I, I don't know I don't, I'm not tired, you know why? Because I went to WWG. <laughs> we could go out for hours with this so we listen this is if they don't like this advertisement, I don't know what they do I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting them to have people have a song in their head that tells them to go to their website. It's pretty good <laughs> So uh, our first first one we're
0: gonna do is the, the blowout pick. I'll go first this time. Maybe maybe that's why you didn't do that well last
1: week. Yeah, maybe switch so it up. We'll see. I got to I, I find a. I got to find a game that's a blowout worthy pick. That
0: well, I, I got one pick for you. <laughs> I,
1: I got one for you, and it might be slightly
0: surprising because they did make a comeback against the Washington team. Um, I'm going Colts over the Jags. I, th- I think the, the 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 Jags from the past couple seasons shows back up, and I think the Colts and Matt Ryan. Light it back up with yards and touchdowns and everything that they
1: could throw. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Doesn't the blowout picks have to be at least five and a half points? No, that's, that, that's, I thought, that's, I, thought I, I thought that's how I understood.
0: No, no, it. Uh, the upset pick is the underdog has to be five and a half points or more. Okay, the blowout is. They have to win by ten points or more. Oh,
1: so it doesn't matter if the points, but they just have to it's win. By have to 10. win by ten or more. Okay, see, that's uh, see I got I got my wires crossed. You know, it happens. I know this it is happens. Jimbo Gage rules, but you know, <laughs> um, are you still looking for your your teams? Uh, yeah. Give me a little more insight into why you think uh, uh, the Colts are going to blow out the Jaguars. Well,
0: so. and, and the Colts, you know, again with um the running back from Jonathan Taylor, um, I think he's like i think he had like fourth or fifth most rushing yards this past week which is kind of low for him you know he's usually top you know one or two so i think he'll be able to get going again which will also help matt ryan um the only downfall possibly is i think they get got rid of their their kicker because he missed the, the late field goal in the game uh right r- r- the, the Georgia's Bulldog kicker, Roger. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can never say uh, his name. Rodriguez there. Yeah. yeah, Hot Rod. Yeah, so he's gone. They're gonna bring Rodrigo, in new,
1: Rodrigo Blankenship. There That's who so it was. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they're going to bring in a new kicker there. So going back to what you, you talked about a little bit earlier with um, the chemistry between the kicker, the, the long snapper, that may be the, the question mark, the big question mark going into this game um, for the Colts. But I, I think they're going to pull out the win. I think it's going to be a blowout. Not sure exactly how much over 10 points they're going to win, but I think that'll be the blowout. Um, give okay. You a l-
1: give you a little bit more time if you need it. Uh, man, I, it's hard to, for, for me to find a game here that I actually think might be a blowout. This week um, it was a little bit harder. It's a little bit harder this week, but I'll, I'll say this, and maybe this is piling on a dead horse, and maybe this is giving a little too much credit. Uh, to to come back. And maybe this is just, you know, the Giants fan of me being a, being a hateful, spiteful son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but I will have my blowout be the Cincinnati Bengals over the Dallas Cowboys. That's possible. I, I, I could see that. I think the Cowboys, obviously the offense is going to take a hit. First of all, the offense didn't look that great with Dak in it to begin with. No, not at and all. And they uh, are obviously going to take a hit with Cooper Rush. And I know a lot of people are out there saying, well, well, hey, trade for Garoppolo. Trade for Garoppolo. Well, if you watch San Francisco this past week, granted it was a quagmire, yeah. but they're not getting rid of fucking Garoppolo now. Like, he's in there.
0: Yeah, or Jerry, Uncle Jerry's going to have to unload draft picks for him.
1: You're going to have to have Draft pick, Micah Parsons. (laughs) Give me Micah Parsons (laughs) and three number ones, and maybe we'll consider it. Also, a bag of cash just because. (laughs) uh, You know, like at this point, San Francisco is going to be able to dictate the cost of what it would take to get Garoppolo. Yeah. And uh, I don't think anybody's going to be willing to pay the price that they're going to ask. So that is what it is. But I I just, I see the Bengals having a bounce back game. I see Burroughs not going to have two bad games like that. Um, I, I I just, again, the Cowboys were at home, but this, again, this one not be the first time that they've gotten blown out at home by an AFC team. They, they seem to just, you know, this, this could be really bad. Yeah. This could be the very, the, the start of a very bad stretch here for the Cowboys. Um, so I'll, that'll be my blowout. That's kind of a risky blowout, but I'm going to go with it anyway uh, and say, yeah, Bengals beat the Cowboys by more than 10. I do. I do believe so. Okay. All right, going. <clears throat> excuse me, going with our lock pick.
0: Um, I will take the Bills over Tennessee. Bills are giving ten, but watching the Bills how they played against the Rams uh, Thursday night, this could get ugly. Maybe even uglier than the Rams game.
1: I could. Uh. And Josh that, Allen. That, that, I think I, you could put that one as a blowout game. Um, simply because. I, 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 I had a discussion with my father about this, too. Um, f- for any team not named the Buffalo Bills, it's going to be a rough season if you have to go up against the Buffalo Bills. Like, d- d- they are ridiculously scary. They're yeah. talented at every spot. It's... they They are... They are scary. I I didn't want to buy into that going into
0: this season, but again, watching that game and a couple years ago, I would say about two years ago, uh, the year that Josh Allen finally blew up. I didn't think he was ever going to be what he is now. I thought he was going to be good. I didn't think he would be one of the, the top five, top three quarterbacks and watching that team Thursday, Already look like they took a couple steps forward. Yeah. They're, they're, they they are got to be the, the team to beat throughout the whole NFL.
1: Already for my lock. I will take. Again, this is going to seem like piling on, but I'll take the Cleveland Browns over the New York Jets. They are six and a half point favorites at home uh they got the brownie elf at midfield that's going to give them some good luck i think uh and and they're playing the jets so you know uh joe flacco that's that's my reason think, there you go think the joe Cleveland browns think the that's jets go 0-16 this year or 0-17 no no because mike uh 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 you're gonna have a uh, uh, milf hunter uh, come back, Zach Wilson, anytime. <laughs> That's got to be uh, after well, week four. I think they said he's coming back. So the season will already be dead for the Jets by that time. By the time he gets back, the Jets are probably going to be zero and three. Okay, uh, because after the Browns, they got to play the Bengals. So uh, have fun with that, uh, especially with Joe Flacco there. So the the, the Jets again, you are going to have Zach Wilson, but the season's going to be done for the Jets. They play in a division where. Uh, the Bills are playing, which, again, that's a death sentence to begin with. Yeah. And the Dolphins are a much improved team. The Patriots are
0: Patriots? not very good. I was
1: going to say, they're the wild card team. But, they're but again, while the Patriots may not be very good, they're better than the Jets. Yeah. So, the Jets are, unfortunately, whereas we said the Chiefs are the Chiefs, the Jets is the Jets. And <laughs> yeah. that's just, unfortunately, how it is.
0: All right. Our upset picks I have the Cardinals over the Raiders. Uh, Raiders are given five and a half. I think this will be a, a turnaround game for Murray and that team. Um, I think the Raiders are good. It just, I think uh, Murray turns it around and, and gets the offense going. Um, kind of plays pissed off that he had a bad game or, you know, the team had a bad game last week. Um, even though Devontae Adams, some of the the routes he ran against uh, the Chargers, or, or was it the Chargers they played? Who? Uh, the Raiders last week? Yes,
1: char- Chargers Raiders,
0: yes. Some of those those routes that he did, he uh, the, the one rookie, Samuel, Asante Samuel Jr., he made him look like a high schooler. Um, but I, I think the cards pull out,
1: out the, the upset this week. Maybe, maybe. Uh, for my upset, I'm going to go with a team who I thought was going to get blown out last week. And didn't, so I might as well go with them this week because I have no faith in anything the team they're playing is doing. So I'm going to pick the Seahawks as an upset over the San Francisco 49ers. The uh, Seahawks are giving, or I'm sorry, they're getting nine and a half on the road against San Francisco. Uh, Nothing about that San Francisco offense, even in preseason, look at like the Houston Texans' second team made the San Francisco 49ers first team offense look like shit. Trey Lance looks lost out there. I mean, listen, you have Debo Samuel. He's always a weapon. He's always a chance to do something. But I have no faith in that San Francisco 49ers offense, and they put their defense in bad situations. And it seems like, you know, listen, we give Geno Smith a lot of shit, but he seems to be pretty good at just Doing what the system tells him to do, yeah. he does good in the system. He does good. Uh, do it if he calls for a dink and dunk, do it dink and dunk. And if a play starts to fall apart, he can run around and make something out of it. You know, he does enough there for Seattle to do something. And I, 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 whether they win by one point or or by three points or by seven points or if they blow out fuck San Francisco, who knows? But I, I have no faith in San Francisco. And after watching that game last week. Granted, Denver gave you know fucked up plenty of times to yeah. give Seattle that win, but Seattle takes advantage of it. So I I'll, I'll go with Seattle as my upset pick. And I'm gonna say too, I'm I'm a Geno
0: fan, especially after his quote of the week. They they wrote me off. I didn't write them back yet. <laughs>
1: That was so lame. It, oh, the, well, you know I like lame that was shit like lame. that. Well, I like that. I like that. It's not quite. Listen, not quite as bad as fucking Rob Sala's quote from the Jets, but you know it's still pretty bad. What well, was his? I didn't see his. Oh, his was uh, oh for everybody who, who who counts us out or or who makes fun of us or do anything like that. We're we're taking receipts here, and oh, uh, you know if you're gonna you're not gonna be on the bandwagon, but we don't want you on later. It's like motherfucker, <laughs> you coach the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's been on your bandwagon since fucking Joe Namath. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, fuck out of holding receipts. Receipts to what?
0: <laughs> so that is well, that yeah, that is our. No,
1: I'm having a grammar. That's our. Well, you always have grammar. That's ra- why I figure gam- you, you have grammar <laughs> problems too. But you always have grammar <laughs> problems. Uh, that that was there blue the picks. <laughs> Sponsored by W.GG, 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 ST Sports 18, all caps, all caps. When you go to check out, temperature set off, yeah. When you go to W.GG, yeah. Uh, uh, a little jazzy there. I, like I was going to say,
0: w. I, I picture you with jazz hands up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> cool, Daddy O. <Yeah. laughs> so that is going to be it for us this week. Um, not sure if I'm going to watch Notre Dame or do a live feed like I did last
1: weekend. but uh, Yeah, no. I think maybe the live feeds for Notre Dame is kind of... I, I, yeah. Maybe there's some other big games, maybe USC at the end of the season or something, but we'll see. I would probably even do a live feed of soccer, and you know how I love love soccer.
0: Hey, World Cup's <laughs> coming up, so you know, USA, baby. It's our sport. There we go. So, until uh, next week, this is your good friend Jimbo and King.
1: Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. And King. <laughs> uh, uh, I know. Last time I, what did I scream? Football. Last yeah. Uh, just like a savage person. But yeah, no, I'm here too. I'll see you guys next week as well. <laughs> We're out.